Welcome to the Sticker Podcast with your hosts, Nikki and Steven. The Sticker Podcast starts now. Dad, not everyone has someone like you to protect them and teach them. It's time that all of us join this fight. All of us? You're not alone anymore. So what do you say, Dad? Will you fight? Hell yeah. That was good. That was really good. That was fucking emotional, too. Miyagi's room. Oh, my God. Like a time Stop. capsule. Like, he had to paint the, paint the house. I thought he rolled that up and threw it away because he got all mad. Yeah. Oh, man. This was kind of what I expected. It was pretty serious and pretty heavy. And you and, know it was going to be this heavy. Yeah. But... I mean, the stuff with Daniel and Chosen, again, I, I feel like I literally say this every episode. They gave us something in this episode that never in a million years would you ever expect to see. Daniel, Johnny and Chosen, like, bickering at each other about oh who went through the most things with Daniel. They were showing their like, battle scars. Yeah. Verbally. It's like, I fought him to the death. It's like, oh, I kicked <laughs> oh, him down. Oh. I kicked him down a hill. Like... That's one of those things that's just, again, it flows so perfectly within the story. It makes so much sense that they would have that kind of conversation all these years later. Be like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm his best rival. No, you, I'm his rival. Screw you. I'm his best rival. Like, I'm kind of sad that Barnes isn't around. I feel like the next episode has got to contain him. Like, unless he literally was, unless he literally was just that one episode just to show him. I don't know. I can't imagine that that would be the case. Because, I mean, if we this had... This show doesn't do stuff just no. not, like, nonchalantly. Yeah. Just like, oh, throw it in there. I mean... There's got to be a purpose. If we had all three of them, like, yeah. trying to, like, <laughs> one-up each other in that. terms of, like, who put Daniel through the most hell, like, that, that would be freaking insane. But I do like the way that they were able to incorporate... Creases and Silver's instructor and like his granddaughter brought him in and all of her instructors and that's what his big plan is in terms of building up Cobra Kai and he's going through and basically buying out the other karate dojos in the in the city. So I mean he's doing his thing. Again, he seems to have absolutely unlimited resources and is willing to do whatever it takes to do everything that he wants and Nothing's really getting in his way at this point. But I'm really digging the story with Tori currently. Obviously, she's having these conversations with Kreese. And she doesn't want to be part of Cobra Kai anymore. But she just needs to be behind enemy lines just a little bit longer. Until Kreese gets out. And I'm kind of curious what Kreese's plan is. Like, what is his... Is he going to be ultimately the one who kind of pops this whole Stingray thing? And is, like, the one that puts that over the top. That would be... I mean, it makes the most sense. Yeah. But, again, it's it's a he said versus he said. Like, he said this, but he said that. It's, like, whose story do you you going to believe? And it's, again, one of those situations where Silver's got all the money and all the power. And it seems like all the resources to continue pushing his narrative. But so, what if Stingray has, like, a... Guilty conscience. I think that's ultimately what's going to kind of bring this all down is that he's ultimately going to probably feel bad at some point. 
Well, I mean, fingers crossed. I mean, you could tell he was already kind of feeling like iffy about things when Daniel showed up to his place the first time. Yeah. I, he didn't want anything to do with any of that and it felt like he was going to crumble. So it, it feels like that's where the story's going to go or if like Kreese tries to like intimidate him or try to scare him into telling the truth. I don't know. Like, again, Silver has given him so much money and yeah. just a PlayStation 4, apparently. Not even a PS5. Like, come on. Oh, dude. it was a 4? I think it was a 4. It looked like a 4. They're still expensive. I don't <laughs> care what you say. That shit's expensive. I thought with all of his resources, he could at least get him a PS5, but I guess Who not. know when this was filmed? Maybe they're still in out of stock. I mean, no. It's Terry Silver. He has unlimited resources. He's flying people in on private jets to teach his Cobra Kai students. Of course he could get a PS5. I would hope so. But yeah, like it feels like it's going to be something along those lines where Stingray is going to have to buckle at some point to get the truth out of him. Because, I mean, Kreese could say whatever he wants. No one's going to believe him. He's obviously behind bars and he's staying there no. but and you know now he's been now he's been in jail like, Ooh. unless unless it's a situation where chosen has silver by like the hair he's like live or die man and he's like fine stingray I, i'd beat him up like it's one of those situations where, where and then they get it on video and then they get him on video yeah. Admitting to it or something. Got yeah. it. But regardless, like, that was a super, super emotional. Uh, like, any, like even someone like Amanda talking about Miyagi gets you all choked up inside. Because anybody you could tell, that's met him, yeah, come on. You, you could tell the message that's being delivered. It totally sounds like something Miyagi would say. And it's just, you think about him and if he was still alive, what kind of impact? Obviously, he wouldn't be like, a major character in this show because of his age, but, like, having him just, like, drop in some wisdom here and there just would be the, probably the most emotional and craziest thing ever. But, I mean, his... It's one of those things where his legacy is all over this show. Yeah. It's everywhere. Every time anyone talks about Miyagi, like, you feel him, and you feel that he is... And I'm, I'm wearing my Miyagi shirt perfect like it just arrived what yesterday yeah so it, it fit perfect for this episode and just his legacy is like the most powerful thing and he's the best and i i do really wonder how he would advise daniel dealing with this specific situation as adults because well, there, i think there are a whole lot of like fights he would have told him you don't do that <laughs> yeah i i mean there's definitely things along the way where he would have advised him like stop. Yeah. But like the grand big picture of all of this, like how like what would Miyagi's words be to Daniel as advice dealing with Terry Silver's return after everything that even he knows that they went through and the way Silver kind of just broke them up in the Karate Kid 3 and stuff, but yeah, like every time they they find new and creative ways to bring Miyagi into an episode we hadn't seen that room yet on this show. No. So the fact that we entered that room and saw some of the stuff that we did, yeah, it's like a gut punch and it's super emotional. And that's just anything Miyagi related. It's going to be very emotional just because of how impactful he is on yeah. this whole series and everything and everything that he's put his hands on. And yeah, Miyagi's the man. He's the best. And I mean, even with Kreese, they're managing to like 
make him this redeemable character almost and make him feel interesting and like cool because that the moment they start talking about his past you they they want you to start feeling more than just like he's this bad asshole and then getting framed by silver like he's got a redemption story coming i felt it for a long time yeah and that meeting with his therapist that was cool like that was so cool how they did that I love they, the deep fake John. The Johnny Lawrence deep fake looked <laughs> I mean it looked like a deep fake, but like just the idea With that the they hair, were yeah, though. the Come jacket on. and the yeah. headband. I mean, that was a really creative way. It kind of felt like the Samantha thing when she was in the tank. Yes. And a lot of people in the show are trying to find themselves and find themselves in this current state of their world, which essentially feels like a lot of chaos. So I thought that was a really, really cool scene. I thought it was really well done. It's a good episode. Super creative. And coming off last episode, this one, the stakes are big and you feel them. And it took Amanda to say what she said to get Daniel back in the game. Yeah. He was done. He was going back to the dealership. He was going back to his day-to-day before karate and being done with it. And yeah, it finally took Jessica getting Amanda to understand and then Amanda finally having that talk with Daniel and me like, I get it. Yeah. It's like, it's I understand now. It's so, so good. So, su- so good. Such a great episode. The show continues to just amaze with how they do things and how they tell their stories and how they implement stuff. I can't wait to see where we go because it feels like, again, like big stakes. There's a lot, a lot going on. And the fact that now we've got Robbie, Miguel, Hawk, Samantha, and like that crew with Daniel and Chosen and Johnny, like that sounds like a good squad. Obviously what Silver has building for himself is a little more intense and it's growing by the day because he's buying all these dojos and shit. But yeah, we got some intense shit going on. So yeah. anything else? No. That's a wrap on this edition of the Sticker Podcast. Follow Nikki and Steven at Nikki Steve React on Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget to check them out on YouTube at Nikki and Steven React and their live channel, Nikki and Steven Live. Also, make sure to join the Discord if you want to join in on the conversation. Hit it up, discord.gg forward slash sticker fam. That's sticker F-A-M.